Welcome to Living Fullness, a podcast where you're invited to walk with two unusual friends through the ups and downs of the art of friendship. My name is Stina Constantine. My name is Father Sean Burns, and together we explore what it takes to grow real, satisfying friendships, the joys and challenges we face along the way, and of course, becoming a good friend ourselves. We hope by sharing our learning and experiences, this podcast will serve you in living your life to the full. Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of Living Fullness. As always, we are super excited to have you here with us, whether you're listening through your earpiece, in your car or in your home. Thank you for joining us for yet another episode. How are you going, Padre? Very well, thank you. Stina, how are you going? I am going so well. What have you been up to? (laughs) I was just telling Padre before the podcast. Now, when I ask you how you are, please tell us. And How I, you've been I going. Did. Don't I just, just leave it and I'm good. I, 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 didn't say, I, I didn't say good. I said well. You see, there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a difference. When I was a student as a seminarian here at Vianney College, Father Armstrong used to say to us, how are you today? And, and coming from university, just from you know everyday background, I'd say, good. And he would say to me, I did not inquire about your moral character. <laughs> I already know your moral character. I know it isn't good. <laughs> oh. uh, so, <laughs> I asked if you were Gosh. well. Are you well? <laughs> no, I'm not well anymore. You just told me I was bad. So, well, you um, said you were not good. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so um, I am well, and uh, I've been. Uh, it's 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 been uh, an exciting week. I've been able to go home and see mum and dad for the Easter holidays, which has been nice. Yeah, good. and uh, yeah. So they're, and also brothers and sisters and their respective families. And my niece is seventeen years old at the moment, and she's she's learning how to drive. <gasps> and it's just oh, she's not seventeen yet. She's sixteen, turning seventeen in mm. August, and uh, she's learning how to drive, and it's incredible. Yeah, she hasn't driven me anywhere yet, and I think I like it that way. Oh. But, <laughs> Sorry, Eva. <laughs> I'm sure she's a delightful and safe driver. She's a, she is a delightful lady, but I am yet to see if she's a safe driver. So You won't know until you get in the car, I suppose. Or watch that's, her drive. <laughs> that's the problem. I won't know until I get in the cars. <laughs> How are you, Stina? Yeah, I'm doing really well. I've had a great week also. I actually had the opportunity to meet up with um, a couple of friends for lunch yesterday, which was heaps, heaps oh, nice. We went oh, somewhere we hadn't been before and... Mm. Just caught up with them, you know, in the middle of your work lunch break. Yeah, Why not? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it was delightful. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So we have a, a different kind of topic today for this episode. We wanted to talk about love languages. Mm. Mm. And this is something that a lot of people know about and, you know, has been spoken about in our society and culture and mainstream media and, and so on. But um, we do wanted to, to focus on a couple of different things. But I guess to start with, we might just run over what the love languages are. Mm. Um, yeah. And essentially, the five love languages came up, created, formulated mm-hmm. by a fellow called Jar- Gary Chapman. And he he's written several books, but he's written a particular book. And this particular book on love languages really sparked a lot of people's interest. And it showcases the different ways that we prefer to receive love, mm. which also tends to be the way that we show love and affection to yeah. others. And it's a really useful piece of language and information for us to have, one in self-knowledge, mm. but also in order to serve other people in yeah. relationships better. Sure, sure. Mm. So what are they? 
Yeah, so there's there's five. They're acts of service, quality time, physical touch, gift giving and words of affirmation. So acts of service really talks about um, someone who prefers uh, action over yeah. just words. So not that, not that words don't have a place, but that how a person behaves speaks uh, more. It has a greater a weight and means sure. more to a person sure. whose primary love language is acts of service. Mm. And then we've got quality time. And quality time isn't just about spending, you know, X amount of time with someone. It's actually about being uh, intentional in that time mm. that's spent. So it's putting your undivided attention on a particular person. So you could you could be in a scenario where you're sitting with someone and you're you're just like, okay, well, I'm spending quality time with this person, but actually I'm fiddling on my phone. Sure, but That's sure. not undivided attention. So that's not really quality time. Mm. Um, so it's really about being present to the other person and paying attention to them. Sure, sure. We then have uh, physical touch, which is sort of that, that, that emotionally and physically close and connected uh, um, experience, mm. uh, which is... is um, you know, obviously appropriate according to the nature of the relationship. Yeah. I have to admit that I'm not a fan of this one. <laughs> this, 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 this would be lowest on yeah. my list. Yeah. Uh, um, Which for those people who have been listening to us regularly know this already. That's, that's, we've, that's we've, right. That's we've right. harped on we've, about this one. We've, we've, we've established that, that, that physical touch is not the way that I express love or receive no. love. So, no. And uh, then we have uh, gift giving, uh, meaningful and thoughtful gifts that make somebody feel appreciated mm. and uh, and then words of affirmation frequent words of sincere compliment or encouragement uh, because discouraging words can be can be quite quite harmful yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, are, are there any of those that 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 sort of don't sing out to you or? <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> much like physical touch is your lowest one gift giving is my lowest one yes yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it's just it's not my thing like yeah yeah that's, that's christmas that's okay. is hard <laughs> 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 it's so hard like i love being able to buy gifts for people when i know that it's something that's going to benefit that person sure. in some way that's sure. that's wonderful but Oh man, <laughs> when you receive gifts that you go, I don't know what to do with this. Like, why? Why am I getting a thing that's going to go on a shelf? Sure, I don't understand. Sure, sure. I have to remind yep. myself. Okay, it's not my way of receiving love, but it's this person's way of giving Absolutely. love. So, absolutely, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. There's also uh, uh, something for us to consider. Then, these are the love languages that exist between ourselves in our various relationships, mm. uh, and so we could also then, if Jesus is truly human. We could very well ask the question: How does he show these 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 love languages? Yeah, yeah, so absolutely. It's it's interesting. So the th the thing with us is that, and, and the thing that Gary has pointed out is that people tend to have a preference over mm. these love languages, um, particularly that there will be a dominant one or a couple of dominant ones, and mm. then the others sort of um, then they're not non-existent, but they're just not as as valued as some of the, uh, as the, the first two, if you like. Sure. Whereas when it comes to Jesus, it's really difficult to pinpoint which one <laughs> or two would be his primary one. And I, I think that's just... Um, it's because he's perfect. Exactly. <laughs> it's, a, it's a perfect <laughs> example of, of his perfection mm. and, and also in his relationship with us in that he is able to love us 
fully, like we're able not, or rather we're able to receive his love fully because he's able to give it to us in mm. a way that resonates with us personally, regardless of what love language is our primary one yeah, because sure. he has, um, because he's just, <laughs> he's perfect he's as perfect. you said, yeah. as you said. Yeah. So part of my meditation for the last sort of few years, it's been a bit ongoing is trying to identify what mm. those love languages looked like in, in the sense that how he expressed love through these love languages. So, right, right. so even just looking at um, acts of service, I mean, when you look at his life, death and resurrection, you can say that is his, um, his love through acts of service is mm. to lay down his life mm. for mm. us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even the, the, the washing of the feet uh, is is an example of his 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 service. Although I I will say this, the washing of the feet has has been identified in recent times as kind of a generalized service and taken out of the priestly context that's meant to be uh, that's meant to be taken in. Uh, so uh, the the washing of the feet is is very much the uh, sort of the sign, as it were, of the apostles' priestly ordination at the Last Supper. Mm. Uh, the washing of the feet in the Levitical priesthood was the manner in which the priest prepared himself uh, in order to offer sacrifice to the Lord. Well, here, Jesus is preparing the apostles to share in his priesthood. Uh, and so it's it's a, um, you know, before the celebration of the, of the, of the Last Supper. Uh, so it's a, um, you know, and, and what our Lord does here is that he prepares them um, by demonstrating to them the very nature of the priestly life that they are to undertake, uh, that it be one of service for the people entrusted to their care, that their life, as Christ's life is, will be a libation for their people. It will be an offering poured out for their people. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Your service is <laughs> huge on that. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Which I think, interestingly, I've not met a priest yet whose primary love language has not been acts of service. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. That's interesting. Mm. There probably is. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure there's a priest out yeah. there who'll be like, "Ha ha! I'll ruin Burns's thesis. <laughs> I'll come and uh, give him a hug." <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Get off me, sir. Uh, so <laughs> well, if there's a priest listening whose primary love language is not acts of service, please get in touch. That's right. That's right. Uh, but that is interesting that your circle, at least, or the people that you've been in touch yeah. with who are priests, uh, whose their primary love language tends to be acts of service, which yeah. which also does fit quite beautifully and quite yeah. perfectly into yeah. the priesthood. So. Right. Mm. And then, of course, we've got quality time, and we can see that with the amount of time that he actually spends with his friends. Mm. And we also hear in Scripture that he stays like in towns, mm. he mm. doesn't just go in and be like, okay, miracle, see you later, bye. <laughs> he could, like he could have. That's right. He could That's have right. been like, okay, I'm moving on to the next town, moving on, moving on, moving on. But he actually stops and he spends mm. time with mm. them. Mm. We also know that he also retreats, yeah. spends quality time in prayer with, with God. The Father. Mm. Physical touch. Jesus is good with physical touch. He is. <laughs> he is. He was never afraid to touch those who were outcast, who, no. who were considered unclean, who were put aside and, you know, even ones mm. who were filled with contagious disease. Yeah. He, was, he was never yeah. afraid to touch them That's right. for them to feel and be loved by him. And he also allowed himself to be touched. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. And we hear that mm. time and time again. Yeah. Uh, by... 
by 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 women and by sinful women, no less. Yes. Neither of which was common for the rabbi in 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 those times. Mm. Uh, so yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, in terms of gift giving, you might be wondering, well, what did, <laughs> did Jesus give out presents? Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, Eucharist. Yeah, like he gave yeah. of himself for us mm. to have. <laughs> mm, yeah, like. What what yeah. greater what greater gift, gift is, there? is there that you could yeah. give, and then words of affirmation as well, and and these may not have necessarily been compliments. <laughs> no, no, that's right. But, but words of affirmation don't always have to be. No, they sometimes they come in the form of truths. Yeah, sometimes they come in the form of encouragement, and certainly in Jesus' case, words of mercy every single time. Zacchaeus, come down here. Yeah. I must dine with you today. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's 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 yeah. uh, that's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And even when, you know, with Peter as well. Yeah. Yeah. Despite the fact that Peter has denied him, mm. he gets granted an opportunity to, to tell him that, no, I love you, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Which, yeah. if that's not mercy, what is it? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that's, that's yep. words of affirmation, too. And these are healing words yeah. for people. Yeah. Your sins are forgiven you. Yeah. Go in peace. Yeah. 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 Your faith has saved you. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Perfect yeah. model of every one of those yeah. love languages. Does no one condemn you? Yeah. Neither do I. Yeah. Go and sin no more. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Awesome. So if you can, maybe flick through the scriptures and see if you yeah. can see the love yeah. languages played out. Yeah. Awesome. Mm. Yeah. Mm. This takes us then to the question of love languages in regards to friendship. And I think learning another's love language means that that we actually have the capacity to be sensitive to what they need mm-hmm. and how they receive what they need. It also is something very powerful. Insofar as if I know somebody's love language, I, I know the manner in which they receive love. I know the manner in which they most um, sort of receive the gift of love, receive the, the, the sort of the meeting of the needs of their needs and desires, you know, mm-hmm. and that can be used with, with, with wonderful charity um, to be at the service of another person, mm. you mm. know, to, to, to want to show love to someone else mm. and to give it in the manner that they know that they receive it. Mm. At the same time, it can also be used in a manipulative fashion. Mm. Uh, and so I, I think we need to be cautious of that. Yeah. Um, checking our intentions for what we do. Absolutely. You know, and yeah. 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 I mean, these primary love languages that we have, they expose, in a way, how we were uniquely made, like an aspect of how mm. we were uniquely made. This, this was part of the design that God has for us, yeah. that, that we receive love best in these particular forms Mm. and to know that like you said to know that about someone is a very powerful Mm. very powerful thing and then to have to discern what to do with that to do with this yeah yeah what's that spider-man saying (laughs) with great power comes great responsibility (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. which is true which is true it (laughs) is true true yep yep yeah so that also means that there's obviously a level of vulnerability yeah. Involved yeah. too, not only in what we possess in terms of the power that we hold when we know that about someone, but also what that means for that person as well, for how yeah. vulnerable that that 
that makes them. For sure, for sure. Other thing here that needs to be considered is is the awareness of boundaries. Mm. Um, So uh, level and intensity should be appropriate to the relationship. Mm. Uh, So, you know, as an example, uh, physical touch, that should always be appropriate to the the relationship yeah um yeah for some uh, people it's a handshake for other people it's a hug for right. other people it's a kiss on the cheek but right exactly it has to be it's 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 got to be and it's it's even you know like it will change according to the nature of the relationship yeah. too so a husband and wife in terms of physical touch might share a kiss but among say um uh, friendships of a male female nature that's that's just not no. It's not part of it. No. You know? uh, and so on, on the case of male and female friendships, there, there, there has to be a, a sensitivity to another's love language mm. so as to not confuse or misguide the other person of what our motivations are, yeah. what our feelings are. Yeah. Um, not trying to, to evoke an unwarranted romantic attraction mm. Um, mm. or, or you know, accidentally for that matter – Evoking a, a, an unwarranted yeah. um, a romantic attraction. So, uh, you know, being clear that um, that there are boundaries in the way that we express love so that these actions and expressions of love do not become confused for something that they're not. Yes. They need to actually be consonant with the nature of the friendship. Uh, they can't bring in an element of confusion of, well, what was that? Yeah, exactly. What does that mean? Exactly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And that in itself becomes the greatest form of love that you can express to right. your friend. Exactly. Is to uphold that boundary. Precisely. Precisely. And so you, in the different form, like knowing knowing what your friend's primary love language is, as we've said, it's powerful. Mm. And then in the best way possible, in the most if we, if we want to hold charity up towards mm. that friend, mm. we need to be aware of what impact our loving them in that using that primary love language is going to have on them or could have on them. Yeah. And so yeah. as you said perfectly, it's about that sensitivity yeah. to what impact that could have. And it's not good enough to just say like at the uh, uh, like after an encounter, but you know, I just want you to know like this isn't this isn't what you think it is. Oh, right. When you yeah, just yeah. kind of yeah. overloaded yeah. them. Sort of <laughs> qualifying it with the whole, but we're just friends yeah. thing. You know, it's like, <laughs> I've just I've just expressed in about 10 different ways how how <gasps> this is so romantic, but we're just friends. Yeah. Uh, that, that's not charity. No, that's that not cool. not charity at yeah. work. Like, yeah. We talk about having a DTR and we talk about transparency and honesty, but it's more than words. <laughs> that's it. It's that's more it. than words. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, so uh, that's 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 our love languages. Yeah, that's. I mean, what what more needs to be said other than? Oh, there probably is plenty. There's actually <laughs> the the guy wrote a book on it, so yeah. probably there's there's probably there's heaps probably heaps, heaps more, more that can be said. But yeah. for the purposes of our podcast, uh, yeah, that's that's yeah, yeah. For yeah. now, the, here's here's a snippet for people to consider. Yeah. So we hope that um, some of that has been useful. Yeah. And let us know if yeah. there's if there's anything in there that any questions. You. Let us know. Yeah. We shall. Endeavour to answer. Absolutely. Get in touch with us as always through our Facebook page, Living mm. Fullness through the Virtue Ministry page, or jump over to Instagram, also Living Fullness, and send us a message. Or if you know us, come and talk to us in person. We always love having a chat. We do. Mm. We do. 
Very good. So before we leave, a truth, beauty, and goodness for the week, Padre. Mm. We've just got it past Easter. Mm. We had the Easter vigil. And at the Easter vigil, six people were received into the church. Yes. Three people were baptised. Three people received into full communion. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the uh, watching those take take place, watching those transpire, and, and and being able to even can celebrate in the liturgies and and be part of that as a can celebrant who's not part of that parish. Basically, it means all you have to do is be a liturgical flower pot. Like all you, <laughs> liturgical flower yeah, pot. You know, all you need to do is just like sit there and look pretty. And, and so. <laughs> So it's it's pretty light on in terms of, of what I actually have to do, yeah, sure. except obviously can celebrating at the mass, which yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. mysterious, which is like the best uh, part of it. But yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, all the all the glory, none of the work. Uh, so, <laughs> so all the glory to God. <laughs> all, all the glory to God, none of the work. That's right. Uh, so good, good catch. Uh, so, um, but being able to to to. To see to be so close and to see those baptisms mm. and those those confirmations transpire, yeah. it's just awesome. Yeah, incredible. You know, and, and and with some of them, you could see, you could see the change. You could see that they felt the change, mm. and it's like that's awesome. Mm. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. There was so. a moment there where the bishop had his arms outstretched and he'd asked um, the congregation to just pray, mm. pray for the people. Um, whatever was stirring in our hearts, and he let that space breathe. Mm. Like mm. that, I wasn't familiar with that. That was new. I was like, "Oh, okay, we're actually gonna we're, we're pausing here." Okay, yep. that was yeah, that was special. Mm. Special. Mm. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it was it was that, <laughs> <laughs> and it was also Easter lunch. So with my house mum, all not all of her family, but the family who were close by all came. Mm. So and their partners, husband, wives, and their children, and mm. the children's partners. Like, sure, and, sure. And their children. So <laughs> it was all, it was a huge, it was a huge do, but um, just mm. lovely to be able to spend an afternoon just sitting around laughing and yeah. eating a lot of chocolate, but, you know, yeah. Yeah. laughing. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was really, really lovely. Yep. Yep. Your house mum can cook. Oh, I know, right? <sighs> she puts yep. on a mean roast. Yeah, she does. Yep. yep. So good. So good. All right. All right. Well, thank you once again for joining us. And um, until next time, all of our love and prayers. God bless you all.